Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the first book, the first reading, rather, the second book of Kings. Here we, we find a beautiful story of Elisha who has his servant Gehaz, who's been going and preaching the word of God. And they must have met this woman from Shunem, the Shunemites. And she had spoken to her husband earlier on. She had said, the man of God always passes by here. And so she had spoken to her husband and she had said, let us prepare a room for him and his servant. A simple room where there's going to be a bed and there's going to be a desk so that they may have something to eat and then they can continue on their mission. It's a simple thing, a simple gesture. And she kept on doing this right up until Elisha speaks to Gehaz and say, this woman has been good to us. How can we repay her for her goodness? Then Gehaz says to Elisha, she has no son. She has no children. And then Elisha called her and he says to her, next year, exactly this time, you will have a son. It's a simple story of generosity. It's a simple story of being moved by other people's blood. Now you want to look at this story and contrast it with the rich man in the gospel and Lazarus who sits at his gate. The scripture tells us that while Lazarus sat at the gate of the rich man, the rich man did not recognize Lazarus. Hence, Lazarus only ate from the scraps that fell off the table. The sores in his body were licked by the dogs. And so, one is bound to ask the question, out of these two stories, which one do I lean towards? Am I moved by other people's plight? Do I see a need? Do I intentionally, without being asked, go out and help? Am I the one that always asks the question, what is in it for me? Or I am willing to help even though I might not get anything in return. The woman acted naturally. The basic question for the woman, what is it that we can do to make his ministry better? 
always go back to Matthew 25. When I was lonely, when I was sick, when I was in hospital, when I was thirsty, when I was in prison. And so the question is, but Lord, where were you when you were thirsty, when you were lonely, when you were sick, when you were in prison? And the answer is simple. Insofar as you did it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. What are the situations, what are the plights, the hurts that we are facing today in the world? Unemployment is a big issue. Financial crisis is a big issue. Mental health is a big issue. Loneliness is a big issue. Depression is a big issue. Anxiety is a big issue. Just to mention a few. How am I helping you on a day to day? How am I the one who helps you to alleviate the pain rather than be the one who overburdens you unnecessarily? Then there is also another beautiful concept for me. I like how this woman is able to speak to her husband. And they seem to work together. One is not pulling on a different direction to the other one. But both of them are able to say, what is it that we can do as a ministry to God? How can we make God known into today's world? How do I become loving, compassionate, kind to the people I do not know? To the people that I do know? Then there is another element that I also find absolutely beautiful. It's how Elisha responds to this generosity. There are two responses that one might get. The first one is to take things for granted. It is his job. He's supposed to do it. And so we, we, we live in a culture of entitlement. It must be done. And so once we live in a culture of entitlement, that there is no sense of a sacrifice, there is no sense of appreciation. Elisha doesn't take that. But Elisha says, how do I repay the goodness or the good that you have shown to me? How many of us are filled with gratitude? With generosity? For what God has done. For what God is doing. I have no right to any claim. But it's been good. God has smiled on us. 
We may not have everything, but we certainly have more than what others have. And so, how do I share the least that I have with those who have nothing? And in here, I'm not talking about the material things. It's easy to give arms. It's easy to give food parcels. It's easy to make a soup. It's easy to hand out a sandwich. I'm talking about the gift of the presence. To be present. To listen. To heal with your kind words. With a gentle smile. That is what costs us the most. Very few people want an advice. I just want to know that you understand me. I just want to know that you can sit with me through the pain. And so I love the, the attitude of Gehaz and Elisha when they say, let us do something for her. Then the last point for me that I find absolutely beautiful is when he calls her and he promises her, because you've been good, the Lord is going to be good to you. And I believe that. I believe that every good that you do will be repaid by the goodness of the Lord. That I believe more than anything that the Lord will notice the good. No matter how little it is, no matter how insignificant you may feel it is. You know, in life, we want big things. But sometimes it's the small little things that means the world to us. The mere fact that you acknowledge me, you greet me, you apologize, you say thank you, you smile, it can change a lot for different people. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.